Angela and Anthony. Maybe Linwood Boomer too. We love Brian Cranston, as I'm sure you do too. Angela and Anthony. Sorry for this shitty twiddle. We love Brian Cranston. Podcast in the middle. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Podcast in the Middle. I'm Angela. And I'm Anthony. And uh, today we're going to talk about my favorite day of the week. Smonday. 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 15. 15, which means we only have one more episode of season one. That's crazy. And if you've been listening this whole time, kudos. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's been great. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It's uh, it's like routine now. I, uh, when we record, I wake up and watch some Malcolm in the Middle. It's, uh, some people go to church on Sundays. I, uh, <laughs> I watch Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> I watched an early 2000s sitcom. See, I don't watch them the day of. Yeah, it's well, you know, it depends on your schedule and etc. Yeah. But I know. usually watch them on Thursday nights. We record on Sundays, and then I usually watch on the Thursday night before, after yeah. my kids have gone to bed, and my husband has a weekly Zoom date with his friends. But a yeah, weekly Zoom date. Yeah, they have a weekly Zoom date. Why don't they just record it and do a podcast? You know, I don't know. It's a good Call idea. Call it Danny and, Danny and Friends. Danny and Friends. I don't know. It's a good idea. You should bring it up next time you see him. Well. Well. I'm, maybe, I, maybe if you'd listen to our show. Maybe if you listen to our show. Yes, my husband does not listen to our show. Yeah, he claims that this, so. he doesn't have any time. Oof. And I said, they're not long episodes. <laughs> no, they're not. You know. So... Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> but you know what? I, I'm getting a little cold right now. <laughs> Oof. Get that well, parka. It's a little chilly in here. Yeah. Uh, this is a funny one. I think we have a cold open. It's a cold open with some hot water. Yes. At uh, first, so I think... wasn't sure what he was doing. Oh, really? Yeah, and then it, I then I realized it. Do you think that actually works? I don't know. I was always terrified of it at sleepovers. I've only ever seen that like in movies or something <laughs> like like that people do that. But yeah, you think he's going to put his hand in the hot water and he does and he waits and he's like, screw it and just pours it right on his crotch. Well, Malcolm is trying to prank Reese. Right. Yeah. And then he pours the water on him and Reese wakes up and he thinks he peed his pants. And like his whole reality just like changes, shifts. <laughs> Just like it's like I'll go back to bed. Uh, nothing. And then and, Malcolm um, says, "I have a, a, a tiny deep quote. Tiny deep quote." But Malcolm says, "It's good to be alive," because he yeah. got to witness Reese panic and think that he peed his pants. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice little uh, quote there. But yeah, it's so let's get into the episode. Yeah, uh, starts off with the alarm going off. It's Monday morning. Dewey. He's like, Dewey, wake up, wake up. It's Monday morning. <laughs> and like it's Christmas or something. Because but we uh, find they, out they're grounded. They were, they'd been grounded for what, two months? Two months, yeah. And today is the first day they are not grounded. Yeah, after school, they get the TV cable back. Um, and um, we find out in a nice little flashback why they were grounded. Yeah, Richie and the boys. Richie and the boys. Circus. They uh, managed to take Dewey's bike 
But the reason they got to take Dewey's bike is because one of the guys had to eat a whole can of dog food. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. It's funny. And they're like, he has to eat the whole thing. Yeah, which he has no problem doing. And they try disgusting. to lie about it to uh, Lois and that, like, the bike got stolen, but she knows. She knows. She knows. She knows. You can find out later why she knows, but yeah, at the same before that, I was like, yeah, of course she knows. Of course she knows. Yeah, nothing gets past her. Nope. But uh. But in this episode, Lois (laughs) is sick. She has the flu. Hundred and four fever. And the boys don't even care because they're still pissed off that they were grounded for so long. Even Hal wasn't allowed to watch TV. No, that means she unplugged (laughs) it, and nobody was allowed to watch TV. Not even after they went to bed. Simpler times, I guess. That's yeah. crazy. On TV. Um, yeah, I was like, for all I know, there could be a new wrestling champion. <laughs> <laughs> so Hal is uh, really depending on them to behave today. Yeah. Because he wants to watch TV. And she makes, uh, Hal makes the boys go in their bedroom to say goodbye to Lois. And what do they find out? She thinks it's Sunday. She's delirious. And she thinks it's Sunday. Room. Um, which to begin with, the whole the plan has so many holes in it to begin with. She's gonna find out. Oh yeah, of course. She'll realize sooner yeah. or later. The school will call and say, "Hey, your boys didn't come to school." Right. There's just so many holes. And they find out right away. So I guess it. it you know, I, I can't criticize it too much. But yeah. Um, but, but the anyway, boys decide to skip school. They realize they can't leave the house. They can't do anything. They can't even watch TV because <laughs> there's no cable. It's still unplugged. <laughs> so, like, yeah, the plan just like falls apart immediately. Uh, before that, though, we see Hal go uh, drive by the Porsche dealership. Yes. Pretty funny. He's daydreaming about washing a fancy red Porsche. <laughs> that seems so funny. So he, like, of all the fantasies of having, like, do you have a do you have a car a dream car? No, not really. See, no. Neither neither do I. But like, imagine if you have a dream car, like our dad. Sure. Our dad' dream car is a Corvette. Do you really um, think in his? Maybe I never really asked him. Well, I he owned dream it. Dream cars so. are like oddly specific. Well, I think his is a bright yellow Corvette. But do you bright really yellow, think huh? his why yellow? He's always wanted a yellow one. Okay. This is a conversation we need to have another day. Okay. But. He's always wanted a yellow Corvette, but do you really think his daydream involves him washing the car? No, it probably not necessarily washing it, driving but like, it, not washing it itself, but like him doing things with it, working on it while other people drive by and see him. Right. <laughs> yes, but like that's washing not, that's, it. That's a that's a quote he says he likes when people looks at look at him when he's in his car. Oh, I know. He's, he's obsessed it. with people seeing him in the Corvette. Yeah, which I mean, yeah. Why else would you get a fancy car? If you one didn't, time you know, when I was one time when I was visiting, he and I took a ride to the bakery in the Corvette, and he was very excited to be at the bakery yeah. with the Corvette. Um, he first anyway, got it. He was yeah. They were drifting. We're drifting. Anyway, but anyway, so Hal goes into the Porsche dealership and he's talking to the sales guy, and he says, "Oh, I can't really look at the cars. I have to go to work." And the salesman says. Deep quote, is your job really I... so important you can't allow yourself to feel five minutes of pleasure? Oh, I can right? relate that's, so hard. That's so true. Yeah, I bet most people, like, most people probably need to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Five minutes. Like, what is five minutes? Right. Yeah. Five minutes. But the salesman knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's swindling them. Yeah. 
that's pretty funny. Um, and that's just the start of it too. Um, and then we're back with the boys. Um, they're bored. Like, this is like the first time they talk to Francis on the phone. It happens like four times in this episode. Yeah. And um, yeah, they're bored. Um, but Francis and- is calling because a letter is going to be coming from a college. Is this your, did you get some clues from this? No. No. Okay. But um, I, th- I well, it kind of crossed my mind. But he talks about like Southern Alabama State. Yeah. I'm like, what are you applying? And he's like, no. I. He says he drove a backhorn in their a, swimming pool. A backhoe. Oh, I thought he said backhorn. It's a backhoe. Yeah, because I googled backhorn and I'm like this Japanese <laughs> rock band kept coming up. And then, <laughs> then I, I typed it in again on Google, and I'm like, you know how it like guesses what you're searching for? Yeah. The next word was like Nissan truck, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds more like it." And like, yeah, it's like a no. something for like a forklift. A backhoe, yeah. I only, I yeah. watch things with subtitles, so that's how I knew that's what he said. Oh, okay. but he drove it into the swimming pool and broke, cracked it. Yeah, and he which yeah, is like so, a like that's a like a crime. That's a felony. They're sending a letter, <laughs> right? What's a letter gonna do? I guess yeah. He doesn't even go to the school. I feel like wouldn't the authorities be involved? That's what I'm saying, yeah. But he wants the boys to hide the letter. Right. And then the boys ask him for ideas on what they can do today, and he suggests an arcade. Classic. But I guess it's not their normal arcade. Is there more than one arcade in the town? Sure, there could be. And uh, he tells the boys where they can get money in Lois's room. In the year 2000, there was like an arcade on every every corner. Really? No, no. Well. Maybe in the eighties, I don't know. But um, <laughs> yeah, arcades. Um, besides like the boardwalk, yeah, you don't really just see a random arcade. There's actually an arcade in the town that my in-laws live in. There's one in Red Bank. Really? It's but called Yes Arcades. Is it a, like a barcade? I've been to no, barcade. No, they don't sell any food. But you pay like seven dollars, and they have arcade machines, and they have like consoles, like nintendo playstation anything you can imagine in the whole shelf of games and you can kind of just play whatever you want do they say al- sell alcohol no no See, um, i've been to bars where it's a bar it's dangerous though because like it's seven dollars an hour and time flies when you're there oh yeah i'm sure yeah so but it's pretty fun i've i've uh i've gone there a few times yeah but like adult chuck e cheese yeah and it's pretty it's a pretty cool place actually um but anyway um no, I guess there's like Dave yeah. and Buster's. Sure, yeah. But, which is kind of an arcade. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, yeah, so Francis says, yeah, go to the arcade. And they're like, we don't have any money. And he's like, mom keeps a secret stash somewhere. And like, you can only take 5 to $7. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> and uh, they go in her room and she's like, what are you boys doing? And Dewey immediately is like, we're looking for money. <laughs> And that's when she's like, oh, I moved it. It's over there now. Yeah. <laughs> they and, start uh, learning about like all these, asking her all these questions. They realize that she's delirious. Yeah. And she starts and, uh, being very honest. So finally the boys decide to ask her, how did you know that Dewey's bike was stolen? Yeah, Reese asks that, which was a great question, yeah. And, uh, we learned that. Go ahead. Francis. Francis ratted them out. Francis ratted them out. Which, uh, usually Francis is helping them. I think this is the first episode where it's like brothers versus brother. Yeah. Um, kind of screwed but they up. Pissed. I don't like Francis. I think he's my uh, least favorite brother. 
Oh, really? Yeah. That's tough to pick, but um, they call Francis right away and ask him, and we, yeah, he did it. And um, I have a location hint on this scene. Oh. And now, when they're on the phone with Francis, in the background is a New York Jets pillow. What? You like you know one of those like reading pillows that you put in your bed that's like kind of like makes it into like a chair like yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It's I don't know what those are called, but it's something <laughs> like that. And it's on the ground in the background, and I just it just stuck out to me. I'm like New York Jets. Neat. Now, if you look at the map of where Alabama is, New York is very north of Alabama. And in the previous episode, I think I had said um, they talk about going down to Alabama. Interesting. So I'm, I'm thinking they live in like somewhere in upstate New York. And then if grandma's in Canada, she's not very far. Not that very far. So it, I'm thinking that's case closed. Because, so. Yeah, because no, no. you'd have to look at sports fans. You know, I feel like New York teams have a, a large reach. New yeah. York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania teams have a very large reach. Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, from my experience living in Philadelphia area, it's kind of rare to find people that aren't fans of the Eagles, you know? Yeah, even I mean, in South Jersey, it's right. to- Eagles, Eagle country or whatever Eagle, you want to call it. Eagle Nation, whatever. Eagle, Na- Eagle Nation. So if you're living in New York or New Jersey, typically, or like North Jersey or New York, typically the teams are what, the Giants and the Jets? Giants, Jets, and Eagles for football, yeah. So I feel like... Tri-state. The tri-state area. Interesting. So yeah, like that's pretty... That's a pretty good one. I'm going to have to go back on and check that. Uh, Yeah. I'm all about scanning shit in the background. (laughs) You're very good at that. I seem to miss a lot of stuff. I saw that and I was like, holy crap. Oh my god, maybe they do live in New York. It's just it's just weird how it really lines up with everything else. Like you can just like, see how they had a random thing in the house, whatever, but it works. So I think they're in New York. We're gonna have to pay attention in later seasons uh, to see if yeah. they experience any seasons. Ah, uh, right. Like a snowstorm. Yeah, good point. Because we know that they've experienced hot weather. Yeah. You know the episode where they have to uh, fumigate the house. Yep. So. Interesting. Regular Sherlock Holmes over here. Thanks for sharing. That's a good one, yeah. This one's going to keep me up at night. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, we go back to the dealership. Uh, Hal's reading the brochure, still being swindled. And the salesman asks him, what can we do to get you into a Porsche today? Right, yeah. And Hal's honest. He says, give me (laughs) (laughs) $90,000. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's and the salesman is trying. Like he's yeah, you know, he clearly to, wants to make his commission. Right. Yeah. He's a vulture. Yeah. He suggests to do some financing. He wants him to go on a test drive. Whew. And so we get back to the house, and they want to make Francis think that they ratted him out for the the uh, backhoe backhoe incident. Yes. The letter. Um, and then Francis has plans of his own. He calls Richie and the guys to intervene. Yeah. That's when we, um, he's like, keep an eye on Malcolm. And when he turns around, Malcolm like hops <laughs> on the couch out of breath. He's like, oh man. And he goes, what do you mean, oh man? And uh, we learn Malcolm hides the letter in the VCR. Yes. <laughs> and he tells Reese. That's Francis is like, he's like, what's Reese doing? Look at it. Look at his eyes. And Reese looks right <laughs> at the VCR. 
And uh, we actually learned it was like all according to plan. Yes, because it was a Malcolm fake Dewey letter. Buckle. Yeah. It was a fake letter. And he gave the letter to Dewey. And Dewey's like, and I put it under mom's pillow. <laughs> and it's like a really short snippet of Lois just like freaking out. Yeah. It's so funny. But uh, we're back at the uh, Porsche dealership. And how uh, they go on a test finance drive. people. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, like they a bring them into this little room, and it's just a bunch <laughs> of people in suits with paperwork right, trying yeah. to get him to sign for this ninety thousand dollar car. Yeah. Oh gosh, how? Vultures. How? Which they're probably going to have to pay for anyway. Yeah. But um, and then we're, Malcolm gets back on the phone with Francis to like tell him like we screwed up and we actually mom actually does know. Yeah. Uh, did you notice something else that was in the background of that scene? No. Are you serious? You didn't see Herbie the elephant? Oh, I did see Herbie the elephant. Dead center? Yeah. Yeah, we see him again, too, I later did. on. <laughs> uh, so some continuity there. So, yeah, I saw Herbie. I was like, holy crap. So Herbie's not broken yet. Not yet. But then, and that's yeah, Hal's about to make the deal. Or like they want Hal to make the deal, but he backs out, and yeah. he's getting sick, actually. He's not really feeling well. Yeah. <laughs> not feeling well. And he, he, does he puke in the Porsche? Yes. Oof. He's got to sit. They want him to take another. He tells them that, no, I can't buy this car. I'm not able to do this. I'm not feeling well right now. And he, the salesman tells Hal, just smell the car again. Oh, smell yeah. the seats. And he throws up in the car. Nice. Um, and how does that work, though? He threw up in a Porsche. You break it, I'm you try, buy yeah. it? If I went to go buy a car and they were showing me around and I, I got sick and puked in the in the vehicle. Well, well they have like that's like a that showroom vehicle. Sure. So yeah. maybe but still like they can't they have to at least clean like yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. They'd probably at least pay for the cleaning. But like Ooh, imagine Hal, you if think you, Hal would have to? Yeah. I don't know. Imagine if you were buying a car and you found out that a prior customer puked in it. Nothing. How would I, how would I find that out? I don't know. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> makes you think. But uh, yeah, it makes you think. Next time you're driving. Um, so we're back at the, the house. We're hanging out. Malcolm realizes that in order to not get Francis in trouble, they're going to have to do something much, much worse. Yeah. Because Lois can only stay mad at one of them at a time. Right. <laughs> so they think. <laughs> and. Um, they gather like all of Hal and Lois's like valuables and put them on like a little uh, tray or something. They like a find out. Tray. They find out why Francis ratted them out. Yeah, there's a reason. Lois bribed him. Yeah. And said, "If you tell me the truth about what happened, I'll let you come home for summer." Yeah, and they forgive him. They, they know that's a good excuse. They yeah. Say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, so they're on the roof. They have looks like a serving tray on wheels, yeah. And they fill it with lots of different valuables. And they're like, these are the last candy bars of our childhood. <laughs> yeah, like, they all eat the candy bar because <laughs> they know they're about to get grounded for like six months. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's when Lois like wakes up, walks out, sees Herbie on the floor. Well, Herbie, <laughs> Herbie was an alarm clock, apparently. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't realize that. And so they purposely set the alarm so that she would come out and see what was happening. She oh, saw, I didn't realize that. Yeah, she saw Herbie on the floor, and then she probably saw the front door was open. 
So she goes outside to investigate, and she sees the boys on the roof. Yeah. And then, did you, you talk about the paint, too? Restores on top? Yep. They put the paint cans on top, and then they let her rip. And who pulls into the driveway? Hal and the salesman, who drives yeah. him home. Who drives him home? So Cal's car is still the dealership? Yeah, right? He drove him <laughs> home in a Porsche. Yeah. The same Porsche that he threw up in? No. Because there's the... <laughs> there's the I gotta start writing this down. There's the there's the showroom Porsche which you threw up in. Yes. Probably took another one for a test drive. Yes, yes. I guess the I guess dealerships have test drive models too. Well, when I got my car, but sometimes you can buy the one that you test drive, right? I did. Yeah. I think I did. Hmm. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But he drives them home and dresses the boys, let loose their uh. Whatever it is. Right. And it falls off the roof and all the paint lands on the Porsche. Yeah. Oof, so I, I don't understand how this works out for them financially. Yeah, there has to be some kind of financial fallout. <laughs> he might as well have just bought the Porsche. <laughs> like, at this point. <laughs> how, yeah, how does that work? Like, if you test, say if you test drive a car and you got in an accident, like, and it was your fault, like... Um, well, what happens? I don't know, but that's why when you go to test drive a car, they take, um, they copy your license. Okay, yeah. Uh, there must be some, so, I mean, something, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess they have some type of insurance in place. I guess, I guess maybe like renting a car or something like that, similar to that. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, lot, lots of questions on this one, Linwood. I have a lot of questions. Yeah, a lot of questions here. But um. But then the episode ends, with the boys are still on the roof and they <laughs> yeah, do like not want to come down. They're like, just come down. Their plan backfired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Lois is saying, just come on down, and they say, well, tell us what you're gonna do. Not until you come down. <laughs> well, tell us what you're gonna do first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then that's how it ends. <laughs> and, uh, pretty good. Another pretty great episode. <laughs> so funny. I liked how like everything kind of converged at the end too. Yeah, I it just seemed a little far fetched as far as the stuff on the roof, but it was still good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the show is a little over the top at times, but the stuff with Hal was perfect. It was, yeah, it was like perfect Hal moments. Yeah, driving by the dealership, uh, daydreaming, all that stuff. <laughs> oh man, good episode, best yet. No. No. No, no, no. Strong one, though. I'm still I'd loving probably say the at this point, episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, the the least the, or the worst episode so far was probably with uh, when Francis comes home to meet BB. Maybe? Yeah. What that episode is that? It's called Francis Escapes. Francis Escapes. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah, this was a good one. And uh, after this, we only have one more episode. Yeah, next uh, two weeks from now, we'll be talking about Water Park. Water Park. This is that's a good one. Yeah, that should be a good one. I yeah. do remember that episode very well. <laughs> very well. Cool. Anything else you want to add about the episode? Mm, no. Well, I've got got through all my notes. You can find us on uh, 
Oh, so apologies if you can hear my dog panting in the room with me. But uh, where you can find us on Instagram at Podcast in the Middle and on Twitter at Pod in the Middle. Uh, you can email us at gmail.com, podcast in the middle at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, thanks for listening. Yeah. Rate and uh, subscribe on iTunes. Please, please, that please. Be That'd be fantastic. <laughs> That'd be great. That's, oh, man. Please. The best way. Because um, that's going to help us, like, you know, hopefully, you know, we can get featured on, like, the main page. That's really where it's at. Yeah. So. Yeah, we have one episode left. It should be a good one. All right. Well, until Thank next time. Thank you for listening. Tally ho. <laughs> <laughs> Toodles. Angela and Anthony. Maybe Linwood Boomer too. We love Brian Cranston. As I'm sure you do too. Angela and Anthony. Sorry for this shitty twiddle. We love Brian Cranston. Podcast in the middle.